Have you ever just been going about your daily life and somebody says something to you and it just pisses you off? They say something, you feel your blood start to boil, you feel the anger rise within you, and there are a million things you want to say or do in that moment. You can't believe they said that. Today, we're talking about when that happens, how do you navigate the situation so that you can keep your inner peace and calm as best as possible? so that the actions or the words of that person don't completely derail you for the entire day or even days or weeks and how you can get through it relatively quickly and come back to this sort of even keel, this even energy, even place, this calm place inside. So um, that's what we're talking about today. I'll see you on the inside. Hi, I'm Candace James. If you're ready to transform your life, to live with purpose, to experience more joy, to follow your dreams, and finally do what you've been waiting for someday or one day to do, then you're in the right place. Consider this your warning that you only live once which is why I've spent the last 12 years using mindfulness-based tools to create and live my best life, traveling the world, becoming a published author, building a successful business, creating joy on demand, and helping others do the same. In this podcast, you'll learn that the only thing getting in the way of living your best life is your own mind. Join me to discover how to reprogram your subconscious and harness the power of your mind so that anything you dream in life can become your reality. Welcome to the YOLO revolution. Welcome back to the YOLO revolution with your host, myself, Candace James. Today, once again, we are talking about what to do when someone says something that just ignites a fire or anger within you. What do you do? What do you say? How do you react? How do you ensure that it is not going to derail your complete day, month, week, whatever it is? And how do you sort of take that power back? Um, And that's really what we're talking about today. So, There are, um, this is actually inspired because uh, someone very near and dear to me, um, who I've known for the majority of my life, said something to me um, just today, actually, that was like, wow, that was my reaction. Wow. Uh, When I read this text. And then um, I just like started to weep. These tears started running down my face. Whew. Then I uh, I did some deep breathing. I did some mindset shifts. I, you know, I figured it out, got myself together and allowed this thing to pass through really relatively quickly. And I know that that's not the case all the time. And I sure have noticed this Uh, coming up even more and more lately as I find our world is divided on so many very important topics. Um, And it's also something that happens in relationships. 
both with, you know, coworkers or family members or in an, in an actual like romantic relationship, right? Friendships. There's all different ways in which this can come up um, where we just feel perhaps maybe the word would be attacked. Maybe we feel attacked by somebody. And uh, whatever, in whatever context this is, somebody says something that creates, evokes this very strong emotion inside of you just right away. And so how do we deal with that? How do we, right, um, maintain a calm and a peace within us? Because what often happens, right, is, you know, I, I like to talk all, all the time about how we need to take the power back in our lives. If we want to be happy, if I want to be happy, I have to choose to be happy each and every moment. I have to choose where I'm going to put my attention. Am I going to put my attention on this thing that upset me? Or am I going to put my attention on this thing over here that can help bring joy to me? And so it's not always an easy task, particularly if it's someone very close, particularly if these words really, you know, come close to your heart and they feel really intense. Um, you know, sometimes this can, these feelings of hurt can last a very long time. And I know for me many years ago that these feelings would last a long time. I remember someone that I was dating said something to me and I I wasn't expecting them to say that. I thought they were going to say something really loving and sweet. And and instead they, they said something completely different. They thought they were being sweet, but I took it very like it was not sweet. And it rocked me for a couple of days. I was very emotional. I was very up and down. It was like I was riding this wild roller coaster of emotions because of what this person said. And I said, you made me angry and sad. You made me feel like I was worthless. And what I realized now is that I allowed myself to feel angry, mad, worthless. It was my allowing myself to do that. That person did not make me feel that way. And this is a really big thing to remember when we're dealing with other people, because we cannot control those people, but we can control how we react and respond and how we allow that to affect us for the rest of our days. So, you know, oftentimes someone will say something and maybe it takes us off guard or it takes us by surprise and we're like, oh my gosh, why would this person say that? And it hurt me so badly. And we then have to think to ourselves, okay, well, why did this person say that? Um, What is it about what's going on in their life that made them say that? You know, when when I was younger, I would go into a store and maybe the cashier was mean to me. I would say this cashier was really rude to me and, you know, God, you know, what's their problem? Blah, blah, blah. And I would really take it personally. What have they got against me? Why are they being so rude to me? And now I shift it and say, wow, I wonder what has, what is or has gone on in their world that's causing them to behave that way. I no longer believe that it's about me particularly when I have no idea who this person is, (laughs) it really then becomes about them. 
And so today we're going to go through the few steps that I typically take when I am dealing with, you know, something that somebody has said to me that feels triggering, that feels upsetting, that feels hurtful, uh, or in any way starts to create intense emotion, which could also be anger or sadness or any of these these feelings, okay? So that's what we're going to talk about today. And essentially, there are six main steps to maintaining your inner peace when you're dealing with difficult people or conversations. And the first one is to remember that their actions are a direct reflection of them, not you. So as you know, or if you do know, if you've listened to me before, or if you've read my book, I always say that our reality is created by four different things, right? There is um, our current state that we're in, our current emotional state. So if we are already feeling sad or upset or angry or anything, then there is our current physical state. So if there is, you know, maybe um, you're actually feeling weak or tired or something like that, then there is your past experiences. So everything that has ever happened to you, situations you've been in, things you've done, blah, blah, blah. And then there is um, your learned morals, ideas, and beliefs. And this often comes from your parents, society, government, right? All of these different areas in which you're being told what's right, what's wrong, um, what life should look like. And so every single one of us is creating our reality based on those ideas. And so when someone says something to you, or maybe says something that could feel like they are saying something mean or aggressive towards you. Like, let's say someone says, you're an idiot. You sound uneducated and stupid, and you don't have a clue what you're talking about. Well, that's their reality. Their reality is that based on their own personal past experiences, their own learned morals, ideas, and beliefs, their own physical and emotional state, that is how they are perceiving you. Now, that doesn't mean that you are actually uneducated or stupid. In fact, this is part of what someone said to me recently because I shared a different view from what that person's view is on a particular subject. And I shared my view and they didn't agree. So they said that I was uneducated, that I didn't know what I was talking about. Now, they also didn't ask to see any proof of what I was talking about. They didn't ask for my sources. They didn't ask to understand why I had that view. They just automatically said to me, you are uneducated. You don't know what you're talking about. Um, And that is not all they said. They said a lot of uh, very aggressive, uh, aggressive things. But we'll we'll go with that one. And so in the world that they live in, where they have only seen this one other side, and someone has told them that people who believe this one thing are wrong, you know, this happens a lot in religion too, right? Um, In religion, in politics, in so many different areas of our lives, there's people that believe that only one way is right and only the other and the other way is completely wrong or any other way is completely wrong. And so these people are creating 
these ideas about you and how you should be based on their own beliefs and ideas in the world. And so basically, they're not telling you that you're uneducated or that you're or that you're stupid. Actually, what they're saying is that basically you don't fit into the model of their world. You don't fit into what they believe people should be saying, doing, whatever. And that's all it is. But we take it personally because maybe there's a small part of us that thinks, oh, maybe I am. Maybe I'm not right. Maybe I'm, maybe they're right. And so that's often what gets us, right? Another example, um, someone got upset with me recently. I went on a date and this person was like, wow, you're so refreshing. You're so different than other women. Like, you're really open. You're really this. Oh, wow, this is so great. You like really, you know, you love to do your own thing. You're all these different reasons why I was so refreshing in the dating scene. And then they went ahead and started um, basically being like, well, how come you didn't call me back within 20 minutes? And how come you didn't do this? And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I have a lot of stuff going on. I'm doing whatever. I don't need to call you back within 20 minutes of when I'm done something. Like, I've got stuff going on. And they were really aggressive about this. And I said, I just don't think that this is working. And they said, I can't believe this. I think you never even cared about this in the first place. And um, most people, most women would love this attention and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you can't have it both ways, though. You're so excited that this is a refreshing and different woman who's who's like asking you different questions and ready for different things and da, da 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 and then you're like yeah well most women would want this and so it's not that this person believes that I'm unappreciative or I'm not whatever it's that they don't believe that I fit into the model of the world that they believe to be true they believe that women want people saying, okay, well, make sure you call me as soon as you're done. Okay, well, I'll call you in five minutes. Okay, you call me back in 10 minutes. Like it was just constant, constant, constant. If I wasn't in a meeting, I was expected to be talking to this person and it was too much for me. I mean, I think that's too much for a lot of people. But, you know, the point is, is that he started trying to then insult me and I wasn't insulted. I was like, you want someone who is different and refreshing and new and unique in all these areas, but yet you also still want this person to fit into your model of what you believe a partner should be or what a woman should want. And it's that. And because I didn't want that, he now felt that he was allowed to uh, insult me and be like, yeah, well, okay. Da, 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 and just like going off on this whole rant about all this negative stuff. Right. And so I think we have to remember the point here is that when people say negative stuff to us or about us, we must remember that their actions and their words are a direct reflection of them and what they believe to be true in the world and not always you. Now, of course, if you're doing something that's crappy, you know, if you're like, not living up to your, if you're not being in integrity and you've made an agreement with someone that this is what you're going to do and then you're not sticking to that, I mean, you know, you need to be called out on that. <laughs> We're not talking about breaking agreements or anything like that. It's when people start to attack your character and attack who you are or your views or or anything like this, right? And, and people do it in relationships too. Oh, well, you shouldn't be doing that. 
you're just a wuss and you can't handle it and da 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 whatever. And I think it's really important that we start to take a look at, okay, was there any agreement that I made? Like that this is how it was going to be? Did we ever agree that I was going to think this way or be this way or we were going to do this? No, there was no agreement. So then anything that somebody says that's nasty or negative or really mean, remember that it's largely a reflection of them, not you. It's how they are experiencing you in the world. Now, if 25 people in the same week tell you that you're being rude, I mean, maybe you need to start looking at how you're talking to people, <laughs> right? But if if this person just attacks you and you're your behavior and who you are, then you also need to remember that this is a reflection of who they are and how they perceive you. It's not how you are, but it's how they perceive you. And if your intentions are pure and your intentions are good and these people are being aggressive and mean, then you have to remember this is a direct reflection of them. And there's a saying that I love that says, hurt people, hurt people. Hurt people, hurt people. And that's by and large, not an excuse for these people to be hurtful. But what I am saying is that it often comes from a place of hurt when people are hurting others. When people are wildly judgmental, they're usually judging themselves first, right? They judge themselves so hard that it leaks out and they judge everybody else because if they're not good enough, how could that person be good enough? If this person has been hurt and treated poorly, then they're probably going to treat other people poorly and tell other people, you know, if if all their life they've been told what to do and how to behave and what they should believe and da-da-da, then they're going to start telling other people how to behave, what they should do, what they should believe. And so it's really important to remember that if your intentions are pure, if you're acting from a pure heart and good intentions, then and people are getting upset with you and angry with you, then you have to realize that this is largely a them thing. It's their perception of you. It's not you. And that is so, so, so important. It is their perception of you and it does not necessarily truly have anything to do with you. Okay. So the first thing is we must remember that. And that makes it easier to do step number two, just breathe, (laughs) just breathe, breathe and say to yourself, You know, this is their perception of me, of the situation, of whatever. And just take take some time to regulate the nervous system, right? There's a good chance that you may have started to cry or to feel anger rise up. You know, you get that hotness. Sometimes tears will come up. Sometimes, you know, you start to shake because you're just like, oh, my God, I feel attacked, right? And you do feel attacked. So your fight or flight system goes into check. And so, you know, recognize that. I guess that should really be step number one. Recognize that you are actually feeling this wild emotion, right? Recognize it. Number two, take a few deep breaths. And release them out because that is going to regulate your nervous system. What happens is, right, when people attack other people, when they say something really nasty to somebody, you are actually feeling the attack response of your fight or flight. 
Okay. Your fight or flight comes on. It's like, okay, we're under attack. What do I do? And I've said this to you guys so many times in the past, if you've listened to my podcast, is that when we're under attack, right, we get the fight or flight system. And the first thing that happens, right, all this energy has to go to the fight or flight system. So we go to the fight or flight system. And then all of a sudden, we um, we need all this energy for the fight or flight, right? We're pumping adrenaline, we're pumping cortisol, we're pumping all these, these things. And then all of a sudden, our prefrontal cortex, which is the area of the brain right bef- behind the forehead, it goes offline because it is not absolutely necessary when we are about to die, right? So a fight or flight thinks we're about to die, we're in danger, And so it takes away the prefrontal cortex because the prefrontal cortex is responsible for things like critical thinking, problem solving, um, some social uh, social interactions, um, impulse control, all these different things, right, which are very important on a day-to-day basis. But if you're in a life or death situation, your mammalian brain just comes online and you start acting out of human instinct, right? And so when you feel that you are attacked, you will automatically go into the fight or flight mode. And so then your prefrontal cortex, which is responsible for all this problem solving, social, all that good stuff, goes offline. And what happens? You react. You react. And if you're feeling attacked, you often attack back and you see something shitty to the person too. Yeah, well, you're a blah, blah, blah. Or yeah, I don't care because you're this or blah, 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 right? We can start to get angry. And this is how fights escalate right? Sometimes a verbal fight can turn into a physical fight, can turn into just craziness, or it can turn into a really, really terrible verbal fight where a lot of people say things that they don't mean because you're activating the fight or flight. You're activating the attack system. And so you feel attacked, so you attack back, right? And so the first thing to do is recognize that you have the emotions coming up, okay? Number two is to take deep breaths, so that you can activate your, um, or you can deactivate your nervous system. So you can slow down that fight or flight so that you can bring the prefrontal cortex back online. When you bring it back online, you're going to say something that's going to give you a better outcome than just yelling back in an attack, right? Three, reminding yourself, this is about their perception of me, not me. Okay. And then number four is we need to respond instead of react. Okay. So how do we respond instead of react? So react would be and just start yelling something back at them. Respond is taking a moment and saying, okay, what truly is the best method forward? right? We can say, okay, well, you know, earlier today when this person said this thing to me, I wanted to write back something nasty. My initial response was, yeah, well, blah. (laughs) And instead I took my breaths. (sighs) I was relaxed and I allowed myself to calm down. And I said, okay, if I say that, what's going to happen? I'm going to hurt them they're going to feel whatever, they might come back, then it's going to be a long drama-rama. Or I can just allow myself to cool down and say something that's actually more in my character 
than than being mean and aggressive because I'm not a mean and aggressive person, okay? So instead, I calmed down and I chose to respond with something very kind saying, you know, that those that hurt. Um, it really invokes sadness, but I wish you love and, and peace out basically, right? So that's that's what happened, right? Because when I thought about how each would play out, I did have something snarky I wanted to say, but that wasn't really going to help me and it wasn't going to help them. It wasn't going to make me feel less hurt. In fact, then I'd be like, oh man, I probably shouldn't have said that, you know? So instead, calm down and I responded. I responded in a way that would have the best possible outcome. And that outcome was that I could let them know that that hurt me and move on. Um, right? And so that's what that was. So learning to respond instead of react. Um, and then number five is remove yourself. Now, sometimes you may need to do number five before number four. Sometimes you need to remove yourself just to give yourself more space to respond. Um, but maybe you can respond and then remove yourself or you can remove yourself and then respond up to you. Um, these ones, it really depends on the situation. Sometimes you are right there, right? It's a coworker or it's somewhere where you can't just like exit. And so remember, take those deep breaths, take those deep breaths. If somebody at work says something really aggressive or mean or it hurts your feelings, just and then say, you know, thank you for the feedback. I'm going to take some time to consider it and then get up and go to the bathroom, right? Like just get up and leave or do whatever you need to do, right? And then you, you know, you can also think about like, how long do I need to remove this, right? Do I, some people are going to be, need to be there. Like if it's a coworker, okay, so I'm going to remove myself. I'm going to figure out what to do. I'm going to figure out a larger response and I'm going to figure out how to move forward, right? Which brings us to number six, move forward. Now, here's the thing. A lot of people don't like moving forward. A lot of people are like, yeah, but you're an a-hole. You're not nice. You said this, and I don't want to have to deal with this. But there's a there's a phrase that I love that says holding on to anger is like holding on, is like drinking the poison and expecting the other person to die. And so when we hold on to these things, um, it can become really toxic for us, right? And so it really depends on the situation. If this is somebody that you're really close with, maybe this is a spouse, right? You're not going to have one argument and then never talk to each other again. But you need to, um, right? So first you recognize the emotion, then you have your deep breaths. Then you realize that this is about their perception and so not to take it personally, right? Then you either remove yourself or you respond instead of react, right? Hopefully you can respond with something, even if that is, I'm going to get back to you soon. I just need a little space rather than reacting and saying, well, screw you, buddy, right? That's a reaction. A response is, I need a few minutes to cool down. And um, I hope that you'll grant me that and I'll be back shortly and we can chat this out. You know, I used to say this with people I was, with partners I was with so often in the past, 
there'd be an argument and it would escalate and they'd be yelling at me. And I was like, whew, okay, I just need a second. I'm going to remove myself from this room and I will be back. And they're like, if you, if you leave this room, I'm gonna, and I'm like, you're gonna what? If I stay in this room, we're going to say things to each other that we don't want to say to each other. So I'm going to leave the room. And I actually had one person hold the door shut, like, you're not leaving. I was like, this is insane. Okay. We're just going to hurt each other. So right now that you've removed yourself, you've given that time and space, right? Recognize the emotion. You took your deep breaths. You realize this is about their perception, not necessarily you. So don't take it too personally. Then Give some sort of a response, right? Don't react, but give a response. Whether it's, I need some time. I need a break. I just need to leave the room. Um, That hurt my feelings. I need some time, right? And then remove yourself. Just remove yourself and allow your, your nervous system to calm down so that your prefrontal cortex can come fully back online and you can create a plan for moving forward. And that plan for moving forward will look completely differently, very different depending on who this person is, what happened and um, who they are and, and what part of your life, right? If this is a partner, it's like, okay, all right, this is what they said. That really hurt me. This is how I feel. And maybe the next step is you call them up and say, hey, um, why don't we have a dinner tonight and let's talk about what happened today? Or, you know, if it's a colleague, right, it's like making sure that your central nervous system is regulated once again, and then sending them an email saying, hey, can we meet in the break room in 10? Like, let's chat about that or, you know, and then just voicing what happened. Hey, when you said that, that really hurt my feelings. Um, And this is why. And I, and I, you know, I also need you to remember, right, when you're talking to people, it's not like, you hurt my feelings. You made me this. You did this to me right? Remember that when you're communicating to other people, it's when you said this, this is how I felt, right? You don't need to blame them saying you did this to me, but wow, when I heard this from you or when you said this to me, this is how it made me feel and this is how I responded and reacted. And so, you know, I'm just hoping that maybe in the future, maybe we could say it this way or maybe we could do it that way or or whatever it is. Right. So oftentimes, too, we we ignore this part. We get upset. We feel the emotion. We let it go. Maybe we don't say something back. But we're like, and we're seething. We remove ourselves. And then what do we do? We ruminate on it for days, sometimes weeks. Oh, that person. I can't believe they said that to me. And they're this and they're that. You know, who are they? Because this and that and the other. And sometimes you got to talk it out. Right. Sometimes you got to think it out. Sometimes you got to journal it out. But by you holding on to that over and over and over again without getting a clear step forward and telling them how that affected you in a very calm, clear manner and and steps to move forward, then you're doing both of yourselves a disservice. And so whoever this person is in your life, if this is someone that you need to continue to connect with, it's important that you have these conversations, right? If it's somebody that's like, I don't know, someone's rude at you at the grocery store, um, you know, you can just remove yourself and that's it. You don't need to go find the person at the grocery store and be like two days later, when you said this, this hurt me, right? We only need step six, which is plan to move forward um, if it's somebody that is going to be in your life. 
And sometimes, you know, um, such as the case was with me today, it was someone who had been in my life for quite some time, but we'd had some very rocky things. And this person just came at me full force, just anger. And uh, I said, cool, peace. You know, this is not something that needs to be in my life right now. So I recognized the emotions. Whew, I took the deep breaths. I did not say that nasty thing I wanted to say. And instead, I just, I just removed myself from that for a minute. I put my phone down, took some breaths, did some walking around, did some whatever, immersed myself in a bit of work, and then was like, okay, I know what I want to say. And I said something from my heart that was very honest and kind and and that's it. And for now, there is no plan to move forward because that doesn't need to be in my life right now. But, you know, I think the most important part is that we so often allow this to really rock us. If somebody says something nasty to you or says, you're an idiot because of this, or you're a bad person because of this, or you're a bad parent because of that, only good parents don't do that or whatever, when you start to, when you allow yourself to take it personally, when you allow your um, nervous system to take over and that fight or flight to take over and you really get absorbed into it, the only person you're then hurting is yourself. And so I think it's really important that you not only realize that it's it's not as personal as maybe it seems, But I think to really look at the other person and say, wow, they're in a very interesting place if that's how they feel. If that's what's coming up for them, you know, what's happened around them today or in their life or anything that's causing them to act and react in such a way. And so anytime you have two people, there are so many things taking place. It's all of the past experiences, learned morals and beliefs, physical and emotional states of person A, combined with (laughs) the past experiences, learned morals, ideas and beliefs, uh, physical and emotional states of person B, plus the universal energy that is circling around them, which is affecting all of that, right? And so anytime you have two people, you've got these like nine to 10 different things that are all coming into play all at once. And yet we often just take things at face value. We get angry, we get hurt, we get whatever. And we have to realize that there's so much more at play in all of this. And when we recognize that those people are going through an entire life on their own that we have no idea, maybe we see these people for parts of our days or parts of our weeks or months, but the rest of the time they are going through their own inner turmoil, their own anxieties, their own fears, their own angers and hurt and all of this stuff. And so coming from it, understanding that, knowing that they're dealing with their own shit too, And their perception of you is based largely on what they're going through in that moment. And so to really make sure that when we have confrontations, right, that if somebody is sort of attacking you or being really aggressive or being mean, or if your feelings are hurt, it's like, okay, one, you know, is there any other way that we can look at this? Two, um knowing that they are 
going through their own stuff. So when someone lashes out at you, is really nasty to you, says something really crappy to you, remember that they are human too. And it is their perception of what's going on. And not to take it so personally and to breathe through it, to respond instead of react. So once again, recognize, number one, the six steps to keeping your calm and inner peace when someone verbally or emotionally hurts you is to one, recognize your emotions that are coming up. Notice them. Just see that they're there. Wow, this is strong. (laughs) Two, take some deep breaths. We got to regulate that nervous system because nothing ever good comes out of the fight or flight. Okay. Regulate the nervous system. Remember that this is about their perception of the events, not necessarily you or the true events. It's their perception of the events. Don't take it too personally. Take a few more deep breaths, regulate that nervous system. And number four, respond. Do not react. Do not say that nasty thing that's coming up in your head. Take a moment, respond. Even if that response is, wow, that was really hurtful. I need a few minutes and you can exit, right? Which brings us to number five, remove yourself, whether it's for a moment or 10 days or 10 years, (laughs) remove yourself, remove yourself while you can regulate your nervous system. And then number six, you can make a plan to move forward. What do you need now from them in order to move forward? That's it. There she be. That's how when I hear crappy feedback or negative things or even, you know, on a business when, you know, it used to really rock me when people would say things like on my um, videos or ads that were just like really nasty things, it would upset me. And um, it doesn't upset me anymore because, well, that's you. And I know that my intentions are pure. My intentions are the purest that they can be. I am consistently every day taking action from a place of my heart, a place of compassion, a place of where I believe that what I'm doing is for greater good. And perhaps I could be misguided, but my intentions are very pure. And I truly believe with the evidence that I have that the actions that I'm taking day to day are for the good of myself, my family, my loved ones, and the people here on this planet. And so when you can look at yourself and say that, you must understand that everything else that everyone's going to throw at you is very largely their own personal shit. So hold yourself with tender love and care. Give yourself some deep breaths, some shoulder rubs, and some hugs and loves because you are a beautiful soul, a beautiful being floating through this beautiful world And you need to be able to control your own inner peace and harmony, your own equilibrium in order to truly um, glide through life in an easy, peaceful manner. 
So I hope that was helpful for you. If there was anything in here that really resonated with you, any aha moments, any takeaways, anything you want to share that came up for you during this episode, please message me on the Instagrams at candicejames.kj. I would love to hear all about it. Take a screenshot of this episode uh, on your phone and tag me in it on Instagram. Let me know what you thought. Just give me a thumbs up. Say, yo, what's up, Candice? I don't know. Do whatever. Um, anyways, until next time, guys, peace. Did you know the number one thing holding people back from achieving their dreams and living their best life is their own mind or more specifically the fears that your mind has created? I believe that in order to live your best life, you've got to feel the fear and do it anyway. That's why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Find Your Courage. I want to show you how to think, act, and behave like the powerful human you were meant to be. So you can finally live a life of fulfillment, passion, and joy. And the best part is this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit CandiceJames.com forward slash courage. And we can get started right now.